little nervous, a little clammy. That's all. Right, all. so we're pouring up in the studio, getting ready. Oh, be in the stew. Be in the stew. Hello, you guys. Welcome to the first official episode of Bitches in the Park. <laughs> Wow, this has taken some fucking time. Now we are here. <laughs> we are currently sitting in Max' closet drinking very wine. Stylish closet. Yes, Thank I'm staring you. at. Um, what are these? Do not fucking expose me like. I'm this. gonna expose you. Oh, no. She has some crushed. What are what do you call them? <laughs> crushed windows. Shattered, shattered backboard. Oh. Crushed windows. Not the crushed it. windows. Oh my god. So she um. Yeah, Jordan ones. Mm-hmm. I know they're go. Jordan ones. I know go. that much. Um, she has some cute Gucci pumps, some Kent Hill <laughs> Louis Vuittons over there. So we are staring at art and enjoying. And enjoying. Thanks, guys. And not to mention you designed this whole closet and all the measurements. Yes. Yourselves. Yes. And they're really gassing me right now. No. I'm Y'all can see me. It was 444. Official. Angel okay, angel this is perfect. Angel number, do your word of affirmations. Yeah, word of They're like, and we're clicking out. They already said they're astrology, like they're zodiac. I know. They're like, like Jesus Christ. Christ. Oh, God. <laughs> All, right. All right, you guys. So for this episode, I think what we're going to do is talk about how to get real, re- what? <laughs> real <laughs> friendships <laughs> and like um, traits that you want to give and also receive and um navigating that in your 20s because fuck it is really hard and it's super draining and I know that from experience and so uh, we want to give you guys a little bit of insight on our really great friendship and how to be a great friend and get good friendship in return we're definitely comparing notes I don't know if y'all have experienced this as well but making genuine friendships in your 20s is very challenging very challenging to find um people that you click with and that you have things in common with because I feel like a lot of friends have already like had a group for a really long time. Maybe they were friends in middle school or high school and, you know, not really looking for any, like, no new, new friends. friends. Like, yeah. more to Drizzy. <laughs> but, like, that's very hard and that was something that I really struggled with. Especially being in a relationship, I felt, like, very imbalanced um, in terms of just putting a lot into a relationship and kind of lacking on my friendship side. So... When I was in a position to really put a lot of energy into friendships, I found myself kind of lost and didn't really know, like, how to make a friend, how to be a good friend, and yeah. Yeah, it's hard. No, I definitely can agree with that because I definitely am, like, in a similar situation as well as it's really hard to find people who can understand that this is, like, a weird age because some people are working, like different jobs everyone has different stuff going on and sometimes it can be really hard to like find people who can understand that you can't go out every weekend or you can't hang out during the week not everyone's cool with that like so I don't know I think it's just like it's it is it's definitely difficult but once you find the right people then it makes it easy and the right people for the right things like Lex Tay and I have talked a lot about like roles in different friendships and how you know, they're not really going to meet all things. So maybe you do have your friends that can go out whenever you want to go out, and that's perfectly fine. Maybe you have your friends that you have wine with once a week, and maybe you have friends that have kids, and maybe you only see them once every couple months or something. So navigating that and trying to figure out and schedule, like, time to be with different friends and, like, what those friendships serve you and what you serve to them is important to like establish those roles and 
it's okay. Like, not one person is going to be everything to you. That's a good point because I feel like growing up, you have, like, your certain friend groups. And I feel you don't, uh, like, you normally just it's a have transition. A, it's a transition. Yeah, it's a transition. Sure. Also, you should never feel weird about not having a lot of friends. I feel like people mm-hmm. sometimes, like, feel really weird that they don't have, like, these large group of friends or, like... You'd only have, like, a couple good friends. That's really all you need. Like, if it's not all that important to you um, and you're not someone who constantly needs to, like, have a bunch of people around to fill your cup, then that's all that really matters. Like, Mac and I talked earlier, both of us, and I'm sure even Lexi, like, we're not the type of people who can, who need a lot of different friends because that energy is honestly draining. It's a lot to keep up with. And so that's okay. Like, you don't have to have so many friends sometimes it's better to have just like two or three really good close friends especially if you not saying that some people don't value deep connections but i think some people have that just give more of themselves in relationships or friendships and so Mm -hmm. if you are one of those people that just really digs deep and feels like you give a lot in whatever your friendships your romantic relationships like having a lot of those is for me impossible like it's so draining for me like I'll come home and just be yes yeah, like I want to lay down and not hang out with anyone for weeks so like your social battery yeah, is like, depleted depleted so dead. You really gone. <laughs> value like a deep connection in that type of way where you can just sit down and talk about literally anything then a couple friends is really all yeah that's all you really all you need. need to feed I'll find Danny over here right. um, <laughs> but yeah also just one thing is um I moved a lot also, so I've had to make a lot of friends, and making friends when you're older is so hard, and that's something that I've learned too, because I thought it was going to be so easy like it was when I moved to Minnesota and I was in high school, Oh no! but literally, it took me two years to actually make good friends, and it's, if you're in the same boat, I want you to know there's nothing wrong with you, and I don't want you to think that, because I went through... A period where I thought every something was really wrong with me, and that I was yeah. like a weirdo or whatever. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's really hard because you're like, what the fuck did I do, bitch? What's wrong with why me? Why don't you like me? Or like, why is it so hard to make friends? And it is completely normal. And it's, I know it feels really fucking isolating, but I promise you'll get there if you're a good human and you have everyone's best interests at heart, and you're not there to fuck up shit. You're going to make those people and. It's worth the wait, honestly. So, that's just something I wanted to add because I've that's good really I've really been through it. It is, and I think it's important too to also like if you're going through that, just take time for yourself too. Like if yes. if it's a hard if it's been hard trying to like find the right group of people or find people who fill your cup, then fuck that. Honestly, it's okay to take time for yourself and figure out how you can fill your own cup until you find those people who you feel are like genuinely good friends or genuinely what you're looking for yeah and that's what i did like i worked on my health major time alone work for you yeah exactly and like especially from someone who i was always hanging out with my friends in high school like i was always busy i had a really close group of friends and so going from that to completely being by yourself 24 7 was super isolating and you need to make the most of it I don't want you guys sitting out there just feeling sorry for yourself that you don't have friends and wasting that time when you could be building on yourself or building a company or building towards something that can better you in the long run um because if you're bettering yourself along with 
trying to make friends, you're going to make the right friends. Yeah, the outcome is definitely going to be, I think, a lot more worth it if you are taking that time to really, like, reflect and just even, like, for yourself to figure out what it is that you want in friends. Sometimes people don't realize. That's a great point. Yeah, people don't realize that, you know, sometimes it's not that you stop being friends with people because of something that you did or even something that they did. Sometimes you just, like, grow apart and, like, you grow into somebody else. And so I think it's, like, important to recognize that and to recognize that sometimes like what you want in a lot of relationships can change and that's okay um but yeah just like people will say before you get into a relationship with someone like make sure you love yourself make sure you're secure with yourself like I very much think those things apply to a friendship as well like you need to bring value to the table like you need to bring no well not no insecurities but in my personal experience and I don't know about y'all but I have definitely dealt with insecure friends and that was completely detrimental to our friendship and our communication and was honestly very confusing because I felt like I was doing something wrong and it was really just people's insecurities Mm -hmm. being reflected onto me and me not knowing how to deal with that so like really like get to the nitty and get to who you are and figure out what you like and maybe get involved in like certain hobbies that you know you're involved like like Get involved and do things that you genuinely like doing, and you'll naturally meet people that way. And that, I'm not saying like those will be your best friends ever, but it's definitely a starting. You have place. interests, yeah. It's yeah. A good you have way building to, blocks. You have there, common interests and things in common that you can build off of. Put yourself exactly. out there. You got to put yourself out there. That's a little something bit. I've had. Don't be scared. Don't be scared, bitch. That's just top. Like, bitch, get out of your comfort zone and. You need to fucking talk. I'm just if you have social anxiety, I know it's super uncomfortable. I still, I have social anxiety, and but I, as I get older, I look back and I'm like, you, you wasted so many good opportunities on being like insecure, having anxiety, whatever it is. Just put yourself out there. What's the worst? They're gonna say no. Okay, at least you know. Move on. And from my, like, perspective of it, like, if you're someone who doesn't have, like, social anxiety and things like that, but you still feel, like, find yourself struggling to, like, make friends, because I never felt like I had social anxiety or that I didn't really like interacting with people. I don't really, I didn't know what my thing was at that point, but I definitely feel like if you're that person, then also, like, it's okay to start a conversation with people and, like, reach out and actually... still working on that one. <laughs> it's a work in progress. I mean, with all... We're the, growing. I'm like just said, up talking to myself, them. saying, like, but you know what? I'm still working on it, too. I will say. But I'm getting We're better. Perfect We're here. growing at it. Mm-hmm. So as long as you just... Maybe even just fucking smile and say hi to someone. You that's know, all it takes. That's all it takes. You don't need to be like, oh, I like your shirt. Where'd you get it from? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> just a simple hey, you know, or yeah. a little smile. With masks, it's hard now, but maybe a wave. Smile, smile. Okay, so in terms of friendships, like, hit us up. Let us know maybe things that you're struggling with. For sure. And if you have any, like, better ways or other ways that you know... That you like us. to yeah to make friends share with okay, us. So we're signing off on that note. Wait, that's <laughs> cool. that's the first episode. No, oh. that's the first segment. Are we? Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> making friends in your twenties. Check. We also have, and we bar talked about floor? how we met. So next thing is like bar on the floor. In terms of friendships, like having standards, having expectations, yes. boundaries, and boundaries. Perfect. And all okay. of those things apply to romantic relationships. So we wanted to. 
um, just bring to light times in our lives where we felt like our expectations or our bar to say was on the floor, like in a very low, yes, yeah. give me more wine Lexi, <laughs> before I start talking about this. I know. Um, Do you want to like describe a little bit about like what, yeah, what we mean so by like, a bar on the floor? What does that mean in terms of having your bar on the floor or having your expectations very low? And for me personally, I think that had a lot to do with self-esteem and just not trusting myself or like not really knowing where my boundary was. <laughs> Hear the alcohol coming. Two shots of vodka. <laughs> go, 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 go. <laughs> we didn't do a cheers last time. Cheers. Right, guys, but in the bar. Okay. Getting back to it. Self-esteem. Yeah. Yes. So for me, my bar being on the floor had a lot to do with emotional instability, personally being very heartbroken. Yeah, and- that definitely. I, I can agree with that. I've had that kind of same... Or I've struggled with those same things, and that is what allowed me to have my bar on the floor at times, too. It's just, like, not putting your own feelings first and respecting and loving yourself more is kind of what will get you to that point. So I think... Now we're going to share some personal stories. Lex, what is being on the bar... Or what does the bar on the floor mean to you? Like, what's your perspective on that? Honestly, I agree. I agree with them. Like, I think... I like sometimes I don't value myself the way that I should and uh, like you need to value yourself like you would value a friend like would you let someone treat your friend like that and that's something that my therapist has talked to me about too is like if some if somebody did this to your sister how would you react you know what I'm saying and like you need to have value to yourself the way that you love and care for your best friends or your sisters whoever um but yeah, bitches, I've had a lot of bars on the floor. <laughs> yeah, it really just has to do, I feel like, with how you view, view yourself in the moment and just how you, I don't know. I, I, I just know. relate to this hard, so. <laughs> I do too, and I can only give, I can give advice, but I, I mean, I definitely value myself. I definitely feel like I'm confident and would never treat or let someone treat me the way they have in the past. But at the same time, I feel like I do have lapses in judgment yes, where I just, I think everyone does. I yeah, do something I or I let someone speak to me a certain way. And then maybe a day later, maybe I'm laying in bed and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why did I allow that? Or like, why did I not speak up or say something about it? Even though it made me feel terrible. Mm-hmm. In that note, we're just going to share like a quick <laughs> blurb of like what are bar on the floor meant to us and like a time in our lives when we felt like that shit was just underground um for me like I had mentioned before like it definitely had a lot to do with heartbreak and I guess feeling like um that guy's view of me became like my view of myself and so once I felt like he didn't value me as a person I felt like I didn't value myself and just started seeing this guy that was terrible, like, was dirty, like, his room was dirty, his bathroom was dirty, like, pretty sure the man (laughs) did not have a car, like, like, I asked him, I asked him to drive me to my car one time, and, like, he knocked on his roommate's door and, like, asked his roommate for his keys, and, like, I mean, I don't know. And, like, and you, like, blindside, you're, like, no, Dude, okay. yes, you it's talk okay. yourself out of it. Yes. I'm, like, okay, yeah. like, it's fine. he's definitely a pedestrian. Like, it's fine. <laughs> we we love a pedestrian. A pedestrian. <laughs> we love them. I stop every time I see a pedestrian. We love them. Walking we good love for them. you, but no, no, no. Don't lie. Don't, don't act like you have a car when Bam. you get on the car. Like that one guy, he was, 
like, yeah, I have a really nice Escalade. I'm like, so where is it? In the shop. I'm like, okay, so you don't. <laughs> well, I'm really sweating over here trying to tell you all this story. Oh, my um, God. Oh, that feels so good. <laughs> Blow on yeah, so definitely did not have a car. Yeah, room me. back and dirty as fuck. And really the biggest thing was, like, he didn't have water. So, like, I was I was intimate with this guy for a few months. And, like, the man never had water and, like, didn't have cups. <laughs> okay, like, wait, bitch. You have to explain what you mean by water because people are going to think he's not showering. Oh. Like, drinking water. Like, I'm a thirsty bitch. Tay's a thirsty bitch. I'm like, a thirsty bitch for sure. Like, we drink a lot of fluids and whatever, like, whatever that is, alcohol, like, water, whatever. So he didn't have drinking water and, like, like, if I'm having sex, like, I need water Go all hydrate. the time, and, like, he didn't have it, water and right? I was, y'all, literally, please just, if you were ignoring me, just please listen at this moment. <laughs> I was drinking out of this man's dirty-ass sink with my hands. Cupped. Cupped hands. Like, not even mouth to the faucet, because that's how dirty the faucet was, like... <laughs> A bitch was cupped over, like, under the sink, like, slurping water out of my hands. And you're like, in that moment, you realize you're like, on the floor. Okay, I'm leaving, and I'm never talking to this man again. <laughs> and that's my bar on the floor. Don't be like Mac. My, yeah, mine's not quite as good and juicy. Most of mine are just illegal. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure my, my story, like I said, mine's not quite as juicy or even entertaining. Um, mine's actually pretty embarrassing but basically um I dated this guy and we were together on and off for a really long time and I like thought I loved him and whatever but basically he wasn't a nice guy at all and he would always kind of like emotionally manipulate me and like I like I said before like I'm a really emotional like insensitive person and that would get used against me all the time. But anyways, um, basically I realized my bar was on the floor when he came over to my house, had dinner, hung out with me, and, like, we were together at this time. And then as he was leaving, um, he broke up with me and told me that I should be with someone who actually liked me. That's not even That's the so fucking rude. It's rude, right? It's fucked fucking up, rude. right? And I took that and I was sad about it for a long time. And then got back together with him. <laughs> so that's what I... Bar was on the floor, bitch. You have to love yourself more. Bottom line, point blank, period. Like, point blank, You have to, dude. Like, I just... I know for a fact, like, I allowed that to happen to me because at the time... I was very insecure, and I didn't value myself or my feelings more than the other person's, and so I just continuously allowed that behavior, which now at 22, I would never... Hell no! You, like, don't <laughs> ever even no. talk to me again, but... <laughs> yeah, bar was on the floor. You live and you learn, so... We love that for you, because Tay's in a very healthy floor <laughs> <she> relationship <laughs> now, so... Relationship that I She's appreciate. on the up-up. <laughs> Did you decide on me? <laughs> I mean, one time I had sex with a guy that had the plastic still wrapped around his mattress. <laughs> and I that's mean, okay. If that, some people do that to, like, act as their barrier. <laughs> Wait, did he have a sheet over it? Or At least, just... yeah. He had a sheet, but it was like... <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like an actual mattress protector. It was the fucking plastic it came in. Yeah. Oh, my God. How did that have more fucking juice than my entire <laughs> like <Yeah>. monologue? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of just at least one where I can give. It's like not horrible. Um, She's censoring. 
what about, what about I was just about cricket. I was gonna say like <laughs> like some of the stuff that he did like okay I feel like you would never you would never openly let a guy cheat on you like you know what I'm saying or like he I mean <laughs> if he got that money I would though, I mean he did, he did some shady sh- things yes. I feel like you would never okay. put up with I can do forward. that okay how about here we go so. When I first moved to Texas and a bitch was lonely, we have already talked about this, I got into a relationship, um, and pretty much the guy cheated on me the whole time we were in a relationship for two years. Tell them how far away he was, because oh, I feel like that's a very Also, big he yeah. lived... <laughs> so, not even my... Like, like two... Actually, it's a state away. Yeah. It's a state yeah. away, but it's like an eight-hour drive, two-hour plane f- flight, um... So it was long distance. First of all, that should have been like a red flag. You should never start a relationship long distance. If you guys are already in one and you go long distance, that's fine. Yes. Um, but yeah, he pretty much was just not it. And now that I'm older and I like myself a lot more, yeah, like the first time I caught some shit, that's it. You're done. You but same. You get I one. caught shit, caught shit, caught shit. It was like came back. I felt like I was running in a hamster wheel, and it was just like okay, okay, okay. And then finally, I had enough of it, and I broke up with him while we were on Molly. So <laughs> it kicked his ass. So that's curve. how you know you really hated <laughs> yeah. him. It, this it really all boils down to is. If you feel like you deserve more and you're noticing that things are either shady or you don't like Trust it. Trust your gut. Every woman I, listening to this, we all have intuition. It's like a and, and I swear, it is always fucking right. 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 Every, Every time. time. Never fails. Like, I have some, like, everyone has that paranoid like, shit. No. Where like, no. You know the difference. You know the difference like of, like, feeling. between you being crazy and the one where you're like, I know I'm right, but I'm gonna tell myself I'm being crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yes. we will definitely address intuition yeah. in a future episode because that needs but its whole own segment. In the meantime, bitches, you need to trust your gut because I'm telling you, every time I've had a gut instinct, whether it's with friends or a relationship, partner, mm. um, literally anything... It has always been right. So trust yourself first because you know yourself like no one else does. There you go. There you go. There you go. Period. Period poo. <laughs> what? Have you never heard that? No. Have you? Period Are, you're a Twitter yeah. bitch and you don't know period poo? Like how do you spell it? P-O-O? P-O-O-H. Like, like poo, poo, the bear. poo the bear? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Look, what about it? Things. What's that mean? It's like poo is like a another term like of endearment, like boo, yeah. like period poo, poo boo, you know. I mean, Bitch, I don't know. I don't know that one. Poo, I don't know that one. Poo, I don't know about that one. Poo, who's putting Lexi on this Texas Sorry. slang? Wait, is that like a Texas slang or a period? No, or I don't know. It's Twitter. Texas. It's yeah, it's Much Twitter. Like a southern? It's like city girl slang. Yeah, oh, honestly. Uh, Okay. I heard you reciting every lyric like two days ago. I'm a big ass fan, I guess. I don't know a poo. I don't know. All right. Well, with that, I wish you all wonderful days, my poos. My poo. Um, and we will be back with another episode soon. Yeah. So please tune in. Um, if you really love us, rate the podcast. Give it five stars. If you don't, I will come and get you. Also. Subscribe. Do they subscribe to podcast. Yeah, you scrub. Yes. Like and subscribe. 
Is it like you? You don't like it, but you rate it. We actually don't know. <laughs> if it. No, okay. Let a bitch know. No comments either. Okay. Yeah. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week. And in the meantime, I mean, we might make a Instagram. So follow us there. Follow too. us there. We'll hit you with that. Yeah, and if you know. have any questions, let us know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we love the cues. Anyways, bye guys. Bye. bye. Hey guys, it's Lexi. So I'm editing right now and we did make an Instagram. It's bitches in the park. Park has two K's in it. Um, so make sure you give us a follow over there. Also, make sure you give us a rating. Let us know what you think. Give us some feedback uh, so we can make this great for you guys. All right. Bye.